Welcome to the Survival Prepper Show, where being labeled a crazy prepper is a badge of honor. Learn about disaster preparedness, survival, and get ready for whatever challenges might come your way. This is not your typical prepping podcast, and they won't be silenced by the censors. Here are your hosts, Duff and Dale. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show tonight. We made it. I wasn't quite sure we were going to be able to make it, or I was going to be able to make it tonight. Uh, but uh, this COVID crap is no joke, man. And and I didn't even get it near as bad as a lot of people do. But it is, I'll tell you what, man. We had to cancel Wednesday show, and then uh, uh, we're, we're able to make this week. So uh, no guarantees on uh, how, how focused and <laughs> how on top of everything I'm going to be. But... Uh, but at any rate, yeah, it's it's no joke. Anyway, how you doing this week, Brian? Better than me, I assume. I hope doing a lot better than you, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tonight, I titled the show "Are the Dominoes Falling?" And with that, we're going to be talking about a few things. It seems to me this this last week or so, you see some things happening, and and all of shoot. I mean, you know, the past couple of years, you see stuff happening, and you just wonder: Is this the you know you, you history? Hindsight is twenty twenty, but you kind of wonder about you know: Is this the stuff that is that that stuff that we should have been paying attention to leading up to uh, you know something big? I mean, I don't know. I don't know if it is or not, but I think there's a lot of stuff. Uh, the stuff going on in Sri Lanka, the stuff with the the mandates and all that stuff, stuff we need to be paying attention to and at least, you know, having it written down. Uh, so we're going to go through some of that stuff tonight. Uh, you found uh, a cool article from Magic or a cool video from Magic Prepper talking about the, the feds buying ammo and stuff. And he's got a really good take on that as well. Uh, so I wanted to talk about that because. When you when you li- when you listen to that stuff, it's either one side or the other, right? It's either completely it doesn't matter, or it's completely you know they're they're preparing for civil war or whatever. And I don't think that's the case. Uh, but like just like everything else, it's always one side or the other, right? It's got to be one side or the other. Uh, so. Um, uh, before we get into all of that, though, we are doing the after show tonight. Uh, we are going to be Sky's got some stuff she wants to share, so she's basically running the show tonight, uh, and that that should be a lot of fun. Uh, and then um, I think that's yeah, we're going to be doing that direct, directly following this. Uh, and the link I sent the email out earlier. If you didn't get the email or you're not on the email list, you can go to thebugoutlocation.com, go to your profile page, and the link is right there. Just scroll down to the video information, and you can get that that link to join that call tonight. Should be a whole lot of fun. Uh, but uh, with this COVID stuff, I wanted to get your thoughts on this because it's it's something that that is kind of. I I tended to I I put it on the back burner. I mean everything kind of ran its course, all the lockdowns, all that crap. But there is some stuff. It's still kind of lingering there. And I'm wondering, you know, what your your thoughts on all this stuff are because there's still the there's this new variant and Lisa was telling me about this the other day, the Centaurus variant, uh which is not very much. It's I think it's like 3% of new cases or something like that. But they're talking about in New York where they're doing the indoor mask mandates again, or not mandates, but, uh, at, you know, re, re, not requiring it, but requesting it, basically. So I, I, don't, I don't know where this all goes. Maybe it's absolutely nothing. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be absolutely nothing. But then again, could this lead to, uh, you know, one of those dominoes falling, that, you know, the, the lockdowns 2.0? And is that even 
if would that would that bring this whole house of cards crashing down basically well i think you have to look at it man you know people need to think because people are so committed to what the way they think right now right so okay if 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 the way what you believe about the uh, coronavirus happens to be right and i don't mean you specifically the, the royal you you know Okay, well, if you're someone who believes that the virus is really a problem, then, yeah, you might want to keep your because apparently this this new one has like nine different mutations in it. And it's not, you know, if for the for the people who are into the vaccine and believe in the vaccine, it, it doesn't it. The vaccine is no good against it. doesn't do a damn thing. Right? And 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 having previous infection is good against it. So. You know, if you if you're a person who believes that it's bad, then then you should go. Okay, well, we, we you know I should really be be concerned for this thing coming around. And if you're the person, you know, if, if you're the people that believe that you know, hey, this is all a government conspiracy and that this is government created and stuff. Well, then yeah, it was government created. You, like Dale, you just got hit with a biological weapon. Yeah, that seems to be mutating and doing all kinds of you know crazy shit. Maybe you know maybe this is normal. I don't know. Um, so. It's like, all right, well, you got hit by a biological weapon. There's a biological weapon floating around. So either way, I think you should take it seriously. You know, I mean, if you're someone who believes in lockdowns, well, then you should probably be like, hey, I'm going to be happy we're locking down. Maybe you should prepare to get locked down. And if you're someone who doesn't believe in lockdowns, you're like, hey, those assholes are probably might lock us down again. So you should probably get prepared to deal with being locked down, possibly. Right. You know, I mean, look at it as if like whatever, you know, you believe is 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 happening. Either way, it leads to possibly to lockdowns and and possibly to people getting sick. So what does that mean? Start taking making sure, you know, if you stop taking your vitamin D, take your vitamin D. Right. Do what you can to prevent getting ill. Now, if it again, if, it, if it's if it's if it's a, a virus that's running around and truly is, you know, that people in like say a lot of people in los angeles believe well then it's a, a virus you should probably do some take some uh do some things against as much as you can and yeah. if it's a biological weapon for the people who aren't in los angeles that may be out you know in in the south somewhere and in different places you know places places out in the woods like i like to be do you think that yeah this is probably some sort of biological weapon well then you should probably prepare for that too by trying to be as healthy as you can doing as many preventative measures as you can not just getting so pissed off, like I'm not going to do anything because I'm just going to be angry about this thing. Well, I, I think, and I don't, I, my personal opinion, I don't think it's going to be a, a huge deal, but it, it's, it's possible because this crap is just, it, it's insane what it, what it does. Uh, and it, to me, <laughs> this is like no other, no other sickness I've ever had. So um, it sure feels uh, like a designer virus to me. I'll put it that way. Uh, but I don't know that the world can handle uh, more lockdowns like that, like we just went through. And on two fronts, the people, I don't think, will will stand for it. And economically, I don't think the world can can actually withstand another round of that crap. We're already seeing the repercussions of round one. So to do that again, I was watching something on the Smithsonian Channel the other day about the Spanish flu. It was pretty interesting. And they were talking about how the government basically ignored it. They did not want to talk about the Spanish flu while it was going on because 
they were trying to send people overseas to world war, the world war right so they didn't want this big thing coming out where people didn't want to pile into container you know into those little cargo bins and or the, whatever those ships are called and ship them overseas so they basically ignored the whole situation the opposite of what they did um, this time and i can you know as much as i like to bag on the government i guess you know defeating hitler uh is a pretty good reason for them to ignore it <laughs> but I, I think hey, that's hey, can, can, I, can, I, can I stop you for a second? Real sure. Quick? Go ahead. Yeah. Spanish flu is World War One. Uh, Hitler was Hitler fought in World War One. Oh, yeah. It became a problem for World <laughs> War Two. So just to make sure that we uh, were on the right side of history. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I was but thinking hey, you got of World brain War Two. Dude, you got you. You have you have covid brain fog. So. Well, um, if they'd have, if they'd have done it right, they'd have got rid of Hitler and at the end of World War One. <laughs> well, I think that I think if you look at the start of World War One, though, man, if you, there's a, there's a lot of parallels to to right now, right? You had a lot of people, the ruling class, just doing crazy shit, and they and it was like they really didn't have a. It was like they didn't have a concern that they're getting an heading headlong into possible confrontation with one another and, and headlong into just problems across the board, which like, I think we're going to talk about, you know, I think in the Sri Lanka stuff, I, I think you see a lot of the people of the world. We're not the only nation, you know, citizens of a country that are pissed off right now. It's all over the world. Yeah. Like citizens of their countries around the world are generally pissed off right now at their countries. And I think, you know, if we look at Earth, we look at history as being cyclical, this has happened several times, numerous times. You know, I mean, the our revolution, the French Revolution all happened. There's a bunch of stuff that went on at that same time. Years down the road, you, you know, it just kind of repeats. World War One, everybody kind of went down the same road. So I don't know. Are we heading for something disastrous? There's been a lot of dominoes falling, right? Yeah, it, it, it sure it's either dominoes falling or the puzzle pieces are getting put into place. You know, uh, maybe uh, maybe it's like a, the, uh, a building where they tear down the building to bring up this put up this new building or whatever. So this this demolition that they're doing, the only problem is they're demolishing the old building before the new building's built, <laughs> I think. So, I mean, I don't know if it's. If it's unintended consequences, if it's, you know, they see the writing on the wall and they're in, and, and I'm talking globally, not just here in the United States. Uh, I think this is a, the, the, all the NATO countries and all that are kind of going the same route. Uh, and I don't know that it's a good thing uh, because we are seeing some of this stuff all over the world. These other people uh, bitching and screaming about the, the direction everything's going. I, I think at the end of it too, though, you run into the issue that you have the individual politicians in the individual countries, Biden, Trudeau, you know, all these different leaders who at the end of the day, they still have to, they have to try to appease their people. If nothing more than con them into voting them, voting for them. Yeah, so what yeah. are they, at, at some point, I think you're going to see a lot of this stuff turn into nationalism. Like, Oh no, it's, you know, um, we need to, we need to like, you're seeing it with, India and some of the other countries that aren't doing weed exports and, and then are shutting down internally and they're starting to say, hey, no, we can't do this stuff with these external. That That's one step closer to being pissed off at other countries, right? And 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 and, and turning in more isolation. So it could be, it could possibly, as much as they're trying this World Economic Forum stuff, become an end to globalism. 
you know, it, it could be a huge speed bump for globalism possibly because you're, you're seeing, again, I, I, I don't see the Sri Lankans that just took over Sri Lanka going, Hey, can we get a seat at, you know, can we all j- join you at, you know, whatever, you know, world economic forum thing you have going on, or next time you're in Bohemian Grove, can we get a, can we get an invite there or maybe to the builder breaker meeting? I, I don't see the people taking that are going to take over in Sri Lanka necessarily, you know, being on board with that because they just ousted a cunt, uh, a cabal, right? I mean, I know we're going to talk about it in a minute, but it's, I think you see, you're going to see more and more of that. So. Yeah. And, and there are major differences between us and Sri Lanka, but there are some things that we, we should pay attention to and all that. Um, while we're on the COVID thing, I did want to talk about um, the Army Reserves. I want to get your thoughts on this with the Army Reserve basically saying if you don't have the vaccine, they're, they're cutting off 60,000 unvaccinated guards uh, from pay and benefits. And for I am still I've been this way since day one uh, and I don't give a crap one way or the other, whether you took the vaccine or not. I don't I just don't understand the mandate aspect of it. If you're willing to take that that risk and you're willing to um, take the 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 risk of those really severe medical conditions, I, I just don't get the mandate aspect of it. What are your thoughts on? I know since you're, you're ex-military, you've got, you know, a, a different kind of thought than, than say the civilians would. Uh, but what are your thoughts on this whole, whole situation? Well, I think, you know, it goes back to when you, when you swear an oath and you jump in and you decide to say, Hey, I'm going to serve in the military. I'm going to serve a lot. It's like, we've talked about with Uvalde, right? Those cops should have gone in. Yeah. Like they, in my, in my opinion, they had a duty to act right now. And, and, and we talk about the cops that were there that when the police chief didn't want to go in those cops, in my opinion, should have overridden him and gone in anyway. Okay. Yeah. When it comes to the military, even though I don't like mandates, the military has always been, you do what you're told. It's, it's called taking orders. It's when you, when you enter the military, you become, um, they, they call you a GI because you're government issue. I think your internet's being way funky. <laughs> yeah. I, I just noticed that. Sorry about that. But That's no, right. when you join the military, right, you join and, and you agree and you swear an oath to follow the orders and you cannot like the orders, but I think in order to have an effective military that you have to follow the orders. So while, I agree with their right to say, no, I'm not going to do the vaccine. I, I don't necessarily, and I'm not a vaccine mandate person, but I don't necessarily have a problem with the military saying, all right, you need to go. It, yeah. It's, yeah. you know, you don't get to pick and choose necessarily the orders you, you want to follow. So it's, it's, it's part of it. And you, you don't, you know, you're getting told to go do things. I mean, you think about it. Where, where do we draw the line? Every every one of our conflicts in the, since Vietnam has been pretty much, you know, maybe we can call Grenada a good one. I don't know. But Iraq, Af- you know, I mean, Afghanistan early on, eventually Iraq, Afghanistan turned into a quagmire. A bullshit, right? And so you look at Iraq. We invaded, we, we invaded Iraq. At what point do you say, I don't follow my orders? Do you not go invade a country? That at some point during that war, when pe- troops were serving over there, we knew that the reason we got into that war was bullshit. So where do you say no? So I think you have to, uh, you know, it, you, if you roger up and you raise your hand and you, and you, you know, swear an oath to join in the military, then you have to follow through on what that, that oath is. And you roger up and you take that vaccine. 
Yeah. And and I get that that aspect of it. My my kind of thing though with that is that this just does not seem like the right time. And and granted, these these are they're not uh, you know, active active duty or anything, they're reserves, right? But this just doesn't seem like the time to be jacking around with all this stuff. But I, I don't know. This administration just doesn't seem like it, it gives a damn. Um, or or maybe there's, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just, I, it doesn't seem like the right time. But I I totally understand your side of the, the thing, too. Once you, it, it's different than a, a private business or whatever. A private business, if they want to ma- van- mandate something, you just quit. Uh, you know, you go find another job. That's something you sign up for. And like you said, you 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 sign up to do do their bidding. So now uh, and, and one would hope, right, one would hope with that, that the government took that responsibility of the lives of its service members, you know, as something sacred. And I don't know, like not send them to illegal conflicts, you know, and yeah. maybe not give them. a. And, and if and if a vaccine is garbage, maybe not force them to take it. I would hope that would be our government. I, I don't have much confidence in that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, throughout history, I mean, we are, we are cannon fodder. So you sign up and they give you the rah, rah speech. And, uh, and then, you know, once you're, once you're used up and, uh, you know, you, you, you've done what you could do for them. Then they just kind of, kind of throw you away. I kind of look at it like when, when people on our side kind of talk about the, um, the college loan repayment, what does everybody say? Well, you made an agreement. Right. You you signed that you signed that agreement. You agreed to pay it back. That loan should be on you. You shouldn't get out of that loan. Well, if we're going to hold people to that contract then we should also hold them to the other contracts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm about holding people to every every freaking contract. So, uh, you know, and that goes with the, the whole military thing and having to take vaccines and whatever they tell you to do. Yeah. Oh, I'm trying to you doing, doing right? too you much doing, back hey, here. What's going on over there? COVID, COVID brain, <laughs> yeah. fog, brain fog. I, I Have just, you had it long enough to be a long hauler yet? What's that? Have you had COVID long enough to be a long hauler yet? What is a long hauler? I'm not sure exactly what that is. Oh, well, that's when you have like when, you know, normally people get over a, a cold like in three or four, five, seven, ten days. Well, COVID long haulers are like three months down the road. They still have all they still have the, some of the symptoms. Oh heck no! I this started. I don't know what happened on my screen here, but <laughs> maybe um, you gave it COVID. Yeah, something. I jacked something up, but I'm just gonna let it go. Uh, but I've had it, it not not even near that. I hope I don't because this is 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 freaking pitiful. But I started off last week and it was just mild symptoms. Everything was you know fine and dandy, and then Wednesday of last week I just got freaking hammered. And then I started reading about how when you start off with, you know, mild symptoms and then you get hammered, you, yeah, there's a lot of times where those end up being hospitalization. So by Googling symptoms and crap, scared the shit out of myself thinking I'm going to the hospital, uh, you know, worst case scenario. Antibodies? What's that? Did you get monoclonal antibodies? No, didn't, didn't think that was an issue. Didn't think that that would even be a, something that I had to worry about because it was, everything was all fine and good. You know how, no. so, you know, when I went through paramedic school, I remember them I mean, going back a long time. Now, one of the things they taught, they told us was, and it's true. How many, the number of men who have a heart attack who say, ah, it'll get better by tomorrow and end up dying because they don't go to the hospital. Oh, that's me. Yeah. That's totally me. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. Uh, Brandon said in the chat, so who's the bad man, Dale? Where'd you get the Rona? It's not a man. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I don't go many places, so I'm pretty sure uh, I got it from Lisa since she works in a doctor's yeah. office. Maybe you guys got it when you went to the Weird Al Yankovic concert. <laughs> you know what? That's possible. That's po- <laughs> that's possible. Uh, that's about the only thing that could have made that show any better is actually getting the coronavirus from it. Um, at any rate, I, I thought that was, I want to get back to all this stuff. I thought that was pretty interesting with them deciding. I just don't get this, this, I don't know if it's just the hill they decided to die on. They're going to do this vaccine mandate and that's it. And no bones about it. Uh, Cause I really don't see the point. It's like mandating the flu vaccine. Well, um, and, and do you know, you get into the stats for what it does. Like, what does it do for young people? Like, what are the chances that young people? I mean, most people in the military are young, they're healthy. What are the chances that they're going to get hospitalized in the first place? Right. Versus, versus the side effects. And, you know, and, and you, and you have, you would have to weigh it. And I don't know what the, the current studies on the vaccine are, but you would have to weigh. It. I know there were, there was a lot of talk about cardiac issues. So weigh it against the chances of getting that and come out with, you know, this is why we're doing it, but they they don't want to do that. Right. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, 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 it's it's like the abortion abortion thing. None of the politicians want to actually take a stand on it. They want to try to let the courts or somebody fucking sort it out, rather than them saying this is what my position is. Yeah, yeah. I tell you what, I'm going to take my picture of Fauci up there, and I'm taking it out in the backyard as soon as I have the strength to pull my compound bow, uh, load that fucker up. I'm gonna I'm gonna start putting some arrows into Fauci's little picture right there. The Why? Backyard. Because you got Fauci'd. Yeah, the you know the the picture I've had up on my shelf forever, Fauci with his yeah, little devil horn. I mean, dude, you finally had a connection with Fauci. Now you got the virus. He he uh, sponsored. He paid. He paid. Uh, you know, he funded the, the research there. So you're good. Yeah, I don't I got think Fauci. I don't think you should put arrows into him. Like you know, I think you should high five him every day. Think about it, Dale. You've been a prepper your whole life, and you've never you've never yet come into contact with a biological weapon of war. And now, as a prepper, you're like, dude, I've been hit by a weapon of war. I, I've survived Doctor Fauci's biological dude. weapon. <laughs> I, I don't know, get man. a pin. Dude, biological weapon can't kill Dale. Well, yeah. we don't know yet because Dale's still sick. Dale didn't get monoclonal antibodies. Yeah, yeah. So we don't know. Dale may still get worse. How many days is this? Like day three? I hear day ten might be a is when people turn in, when they start taking the zombie path. Is it? No, I think I'm like day nine or ten. So we'll see. Now the two o two said in the chat, you got Tony'd. Yeah, I got Tony'd. I'm I'm putting some arrows through that damn thing. I'm gonna see if I can get one right through the the forehead of that picture. <laughs> At any rate. um Next, I wanted to talk about this whole because I've I've seen a couple things about this. Well, I think it was Matt Getz or something talking about. I think he's the one that brought this up and made it a big deal. Uh, and it's the uh, the the. Let's see, you you got a couple articles here. I'll pull this one up. You got from Tim Pool. Um, if I can find the right slide, uh, the army. Oh wait, this is <laughs> this is the wrong one. Uh, where is the See, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. I don't know which the hell yeah, one I was talking about, but the feds. Oh, this is you didn't have the article. You had the video from Magic Prepper. Jesus. 
Hey, man, the COVID brain, I'm telling you what. So everybody just just deal with me for a second. Well, at least, you know, the good thing is we can't blame it on Denver education this time. I'm not even going to go there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know what? I, I could be I could have smoked a bowl right before this and nobody would even know the difference. So it's kind of it's kind of how I feel. It's kind of that that fog in my brain of, of how I feel. And I know there's all sorts of different. I'm talking back when I was in high school. The Hey, so. The, but anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, I was going to ask you, what the what, what do you, what do we got with the video? Oh, with the video. We're, yeah, I was going to say get back on topic now that I just took that off course. Um, we we're talking about the Fed stockpiling guns and ammo. And I've seen a couple things on, on the Internet. And Matt Getz, I think, started this big hubbub about it and about why, it, you know, why are they doing this and everybody getting all heated about it. And I think that you found this video from Magic Prepper and he talks about it in a way that's kind of uh, refreshing, I, su I suppose, because it's not. Like I said in the beginning of the show, it's not one side or the other. It's not a uh, completely horrible thing or it's not a completely normal thing. It is the way he states it in here. I'll play this real quick, this one little part real quick, and then uh, uh, talk about it. But the way he states it, it's it's if they're doing it, like he titled this, if they're, if they're doing it, you ought to do it too. Let me play this and I'll get your thoughts. Federal agencies are regularly buying up ammunition and firearms. This is a common practice, so it's not necessarily something to be alarmed over right this second, but it should remind you that they're consistently stocking up on ammo and new firearms because they're consistently adding more people to the ranks and they're training and they're getting ready for the fact that they may need to use some of this equipment. And that should tell you what you should be doing as well, especially based on the trajectory that our society is currently on. And so I think he makes a good point right there with that is they're doing it and there's a, there's a reason they're doing it regardless of what that reason is. It could be something that is completely just normal, but they're doing it. So it, it only makes sense that if you have the op opportunity, you might as well do it too, because you just never know. Not saying that something, you know, they're planning for something big, but not yeah. saying they're not either. <laughs> If that makes well, sense. I, I mean, that gets back to the, the old deal. Like every time you see, every time someone sees tanks on a train track, they, they take pictures of it and put it up on Facebook. Like, Oh, they're moving, they're moving armor. They move armor all the time. That's it's how the military trains. Alex every, Jones in the coffins. I, I mean, we, we, in the coffins. we have a, we have a monstrous federal government that has grown and it's bloated and it's overstaffed. One of the ways it's overstaffed is almost every federal agency has its own law enforcement wing. Right. And so as a federal law enforcement officer, they have to qualify. Usually I, I'm pretty sure it's quarterly still. They have to qualify every three months with their weapons. They have to train so much. Right. There's a there's a lot of stuff. So they're always going to be buying ammo. Right. So so that's going to be always be part of it. Now, if you look at it as like, hey, why do they train so often? Because well, they're supposed to be decent at what they do, what they're shooting. Well, if you want to. If you're a prepper that's planning on some HTF event, well, you should probably be decent with your shooting. So you should probably train as well. Yeah. You yeah. know, and if they ramp up their ammo buying, well, maybe you should ramp up your ammo buying. I don't know. I, mean, I, I, I like magic prepper. He does a really good job. He's, he's a much more calm than, than we are. He's, he's very uh, super. It seems like a super nice guy. And so he has a good channel. And I think one of the things that he goes on to talk about in that video is he talks about the number of, of, um, law enforcement agents in the in federal law enforcement. He he breaks it down by agency, right? 
And it's like we've talked about on here. There's not enough federal law enforcement agents and, and military in the country to, to shut our, our country down. So this whole yeah. martial law thing, it's just they, they can't do it. I mean, they, they can't even maintain, you know, a few square blocks of, of protests that turn into riots in, in the summertime. So, yeah. Well, and he did talk about and I, I like Yeah, I like his channel, too. I like it, this video because he said a lot of things without saying a lot of things kind of left some stuff um, open a little bit. But he, he talked about how, yes, there's I, I forget what the number was, 200,000 of these um, people that are able that have the ability to make arrests, whereas the military doesn't. And he said and, and that's the one concerning part about this is they do have the ability to to make those arrests but at the same time there isn't on a, when you're thinking about something large scale there isn't enough of them and the the coordination and all that stuff that it would take it's just not feasible to think that uh, you know in a in a situation like that that all of these people would be coming together and doing that sort of stuff but um, so I you know I I I don't I don't read a lot into it but at the same time I agree with the point of hey if they're doing it you ought to do it too uh, and and at least yeah. pay attention to their why they're doing and what's going on um, with this stuff but I don't think it's a huge deal like Matt Getz is trying to make it out to be yeah Peter Peter Rouse says IRS only need to qualify every 12 months uh, they should probably that probably means they need to qualify a lot more than they, they do if they're only yeah. qualifying on the range, but you know, I mean, again, my, my issue with with the, all that stuff with the federal law enforcement agencies is you might you have a need for the Department of State's diplomatic security service because you have they're doing embassy protection overseas, and, and that's one thing. But like, all these different agencies have their own law enforcement. You have the FBI. What's the FBI doing? I mean, if the IRS is enforcing the IRS stuff, and the you know FDA is enforced, there's law enforcement enforcing FDA stuff. And down, down the line, what's the FBI doing? Oh, that's right. They're, they're, they're treading on your rights. That's what they're doing. They're, they're putting together false flag militant groups and the Patriot fronts and stuff like yeah. that. And, um, you know, not renaming the Hoover building. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that, I, I want to expand on what you said there, too. But the Hoover building, I, I was I, I said I was watching the Smithsonian Channel. I was watching this thing about Pearl Harbor, too. You know, Edgar Hoover. Uh, actually had information that could have not stopped it, but he there was a spy that gave him information that it was going to happen, and Edgar Hoover, because he's such a shithead, and he didn't like this spy dude, he said, eh, I'm not going to report that. So well, I, I thought that was pretty funny. You know, there, there, I mean, you can go back into World War II, and it's it's there's all the talk that, hey, the carriers weren't there, right? Like, none of our carriers were in port. Like, so there's a lot of talk that they did take action to try to, you know, make sure they could save the fleet and, and let yeah, that yeah, happen. That makes sense. So, and which got us into World War in, into World War Two. So I, I just think I thought it was pretty interesting. Mr. J. Edgar Hoover, everybody's hero, uh, you know, name on a building yeah. and all that. And he single handedly could have could have it could have been a whole lot different. I don't want to say it. Could well, have that, again, it. that gets back to the possibility. Maybe they didn't want it to happen. Yeah, You know, being the head of the FBI, I imagine he was read in on that if they said, hey, no, we need to get into the war. And think about how think about what World War Two did for us. Right. What what did World War Two give us? The thing that's influenced the United States the most since World War Two, the military industrial complex. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Lend lease all this stuff. They start we, we gen that up. They had factories going. That's why when everybody came home and whenever we had, you know, when we went, went to everybody went to go to Vietnam, 
you had all these former military guys who were like, oh no, those companies are all great. I flew in that company's plane. I did this and that. So everybody felt some emotional ties to it. Yeah. Vietnam must be good. Yeah. There was, there was also a, a British spy that was given information to Churchill and Churchill decided to, to keep it under wraps because he wanted the United States in the, in the war. <laughs> so I oh, totally yeah, derailed is. our conversation there, but <laughs> uh, pretty, it, just a lot of interesting stuff about Pearl Harbor that I didn't even know. But, but at any rate, back to this, um, he was talking, he was talking about this stuff and you were just talking about this. And I think it, it's interesting why the IRS would need weapons and all that. And I was thinking about this the other day and it's maybe they're, they are part of task force or whatever They go after cartel members, go after mafia, you know, whatever, uh, embezzling and all that stuff. Who knows what it is that they need to have firearms. They need to be have firearms mm-hmm. on them. So I, I can kind of see where they would be, but again, you don't, you know, where is the, the, the bit, the big guns, basically the FBI, the CIA, the, the, you know, the big agencies that do all that stuff. Um, that's right. the ones you think about. But as you read this list off, the numbers aren't huge uh, for yeah. IRS and all these ones. It's like a couple thousand. So yeah. just interesting, though. Um, all right. So are, are you good on that one? You want to move on? Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> I took that in a completely different direction and then, you know, tried to come back to it. And it didn't quite work out. Uh, but I wanted to uh, talk about this stuff that's going on in Sri Lanka, and I'm not going to play this video, uh, but it goes through. She talks about, I don't want to get uh, nailed for copyright and all that, so I'm just going to put the picture up there. Uh, but she talks about how, why they're in the situation that they're in. And Sri Lanka, if, if people haven't been paying attention, they basically took over the presidential presidential palace. Um, the, the they've been protesting the, the, for the, weeks. The, What's that? Yeah, uh, an, an anti the anti government side of people, uh, which is a lot of people, took yeah. over the uh, the presidential palace, and the president had to flee. And I, I think it's it's pretty interesting. Um, I don't have that other video up. You did have the the other video that uh, that showed him actually going in there, and it's it's pretty reminiscent to the January sixth stuff, but. Um, I think there's some similarities between the United States and that. I think we have a, a really long way to go before it gets to that point. And their government, she, she goes on in this video to talk about how their, their government is, it's all nepotism. And, you know, family members getting jobs here and there. Same crap they do here. We're just, you know, on a bigger scale. We there, There's a lot more room for uh, to cover things up and hide things at the scale you're talking about with the United States. But there's printing was out of control. Uh, their their food, their medicine, all that stuff, the hyperinflation or inflation. I don't know if it was exactly hyperinflation, but all that stuff has led up in the last four weeks to um, these people just basically saying we've had enough. Uh, and that, it, and you see stuff like this going on. There was something that happened in Italy. I don't have that right now, uh, where they're getting kind of fed up. The Netherlands, I think it was, oh, dude, where they got the you farmers. Had, you, just had, you just had the uh, prime minister, former prime minister, whatever, of Japan, just got, got smoked. Yeah, Abe. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's just a lot of stuff going along all over the world. And I was thinking about this with the, with Sri Lanka. It's like, what would it take to, and I've got your article too that I wanted to go over a little bit too, the third worldization of, I can't believe I actually said that right, the third worldization of the United States. But what would it take for us to get to that point? And are we, 
in in that article you have, you talk about how it takes a while. Are we in the middle of that slide right now to the point where they're they're so far gone that I think their government even knew they were gone a year ago and they're like, well, hell, let's just, you know, do whatever we can and then we'll get the hell out of here. Are we are we in that slide or I think so. I mean, we're we're heading in, you know, we're seeing 40 year high uh, inflation numbers. Right. You you have the Jerome Powell saying, well, basically, yeah, there's no way we're going to, you know, they're really going to get it under control. You have a federal government that isn't reining in any of its spending. It's literally it's taught trying to stop inflation by having the cost of inflation strip away our money. So we don't have enough money to buy products, thereby lowering the amount of demand on the supply. Right? That, yeah. That's how it's trying to fix inflation. It's not trying to fix inflation by stopping their spending. You know, you have California right now talking about giving um, a thousand or 1100 uh, $1, somewhere in that range checks to people for inflation. They're literally going to print money, basically going to take money and give it to people to fight inflation. And by giving it to the people to fight inflation, they're going to create more inflation. The dollars they give them by the time by the time they give it to them are going to be worth less because they gave them the fucking dollars. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, no, I, th I think we're already things are already falling that way. I think if you look at it, some people say we were going to recession. Some say we are in a recession. Maybe maybe we're heading, you know, maybe we skid past a recession into a depression or a total collapse. I don't know. But I think we're already on the path to it. Yeah. Well, and, and I think I left the, the link to that video, but if you, go, if you follow all the, the different things that she outlines, how you know, the things that are happening in Sri Lanka, it's all the same stuff that's happening here. It's just a matter of scale, how much um, corruption there was and, and scale as far as the size of Sri Lanka compared to the size of the United States, how much corruption yeah. there was, how much money they were printing uh, and all that. But it's, it's the same crap that our country and countries around the world basically are doing right now. So uh, I, I mean, don't think this is a United States thing. I think it's a world thing. No, but look, I mean, look at, look, you mentioned like how Sri Lanka was full of corruption. Point to a government in the, in the world today that you don't think is corrupt. Yeah. The Panama papers show that they're, you know, they're, they're almost all corrupt and every, whatever put your name and then put papers after it here that shows high level corruption shows that they're corrupt. I mean, I mean, how many, how many fucking Hunter Biden laptops do we have to get to show that, that our president's corrupt, you know? How much do we need to know that Nancy Pelosi and, and, and five Republicans ahead her, including Dan Crenshaw, all do basically insider trading and fucking make money off it? They're corrupt. Like our entire government's fucking corrupt. Yeah. So but, so we're already down that path. Like, I mean, how many checkboxes do we need before we say we're not on the like like dude, we're, how many checkboxes do we have? Like we're on that path. I, I think it's it's not a fact of that people don't see it because I think people see it, but it's when do they start to care? And I think that's what you see in Sri Lanka and all that. When there's cool. no food, when there's no medication, that's when they care. They, they've probably seen it for a while. And just like well, us people out here. People are caring right now. You have, you have people that are trying, they're making decisions right now onto like, hey, I'm not going to drive as much anymore. You know, or, hey, I'm not going to buy the steak. I'll get the fucking cube steak that pound with the hammer 
so we can call it steak and sound like we're still fucking richy rich. But we're, we really don't have a whole lot of money because inflation is kicking the shit out of us right now. You know, so I don't know. I think we I think a lot more people that the scary part about it is I don't see a relief in sight for the economy. I don't see it getting better. I see, only see it getting worse. You know, and that's just my opinion. But if it, as it, every time it ratchet, it gets one degree worse. That's one degree more of people that are fucking in a hard, hard uh, spot who are pissed off. Mm-hmm. And that just keeps bubbling up until eventually you get to fucking Sri Lanka. Yeah. Well, and another good example that or something that we can learn from what what it is out there, too. It is not everyone in Sri Lanka that, that are anti-government. It, it is it is two sides. Uh, it's just that, you know, for this battle or whatever, the anti-government people kind of won. Uh, so it, it is. Yeah, it is. It is that that two sides of the coin thing. You had the their pro administrative side, administration side get into fights just like we're, we've had into what their anti-administration side. Eventually, I think what happened is enough people started suffering where they actually said, oh, I'm going to blame somebody. I mean, think about Joe Biden getting elected for president, right? How many people had to like basically, you know, like either completely ignore the fact that like he's a corrupt fucking asshole who was already in bed in Ukraine and doing all kinds of crazy shit, you know, and, 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 had to hold their nose to that. Eventually they, they're going to stop going, Oh, maybe we need to really evaluate that this guy is actually fucked up. And that happens when it starts pinching their, pinching their ass. So I, I think, again, I think it's every day passes and more and more people are struggling. You know, I just read some article a little bit ago about some flight attendants, 80, like 70 something years old, 80 years old. She still, she has to work. She goes, I can't afford to retire now. I mean, think about it from the actions of our government over the last 20 years. And that's led to all this inflation. You have Americans that have worked their whole fucking lives that can't retire, that are have planned to retire or plan to do something with their lives and or do a certain thing that they set as a goal and they've worked their ass off and to no fault of their own, 100% on our fucking government. Those people are sucking a dick right now and they can't afford to do that. Why yeah. should some 80-year-old woman who's worked her whole fucking life have to work right now just because Joe Biden and fucking and the, and, and the Democrats and the Republicans all want to fuck the system? That's, yeah. that's what's happening with America right now. And, and they're all they're all fine and good. They're they're going to ride this wave, and they're going to be they're going to be just fine throughout all this whole fucking thing. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey, real quick, that reminds me. Um, I was supposed to mention we're going to have Daisy on with us next week. I want to get back to this, but uh, we're going to have Daisy Luther on next week from the Organic Prepper. Uh, we had her on a while back. Uh, I don't remember which show it was, but it was a blast. If you guys want to go back and check that out, but uh, you've got you were the one that talked to her. You got more information about that. Uh, we're going to be talking about censorship and stuff like that, stuff that's going on with her, right? Yeah, yeah. She, uh, if you head over to the organicprepper.com, she has some articles up now. She, she got hit with um, cens- a second round of censorship. Um, people trying to bully her in- into how to write posts and, 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 and getting her to change posts. It was uh, a thing, NewsGuard. Right. That I believe has ties even back that's funded in ways from the government. And I think it ties in real well with the whole uh, disinformation office or ministry of disinformation, whatever the ministry of truth that they were trying to get going. It's what it, it, she's getting bullied and pushed around. So it'll be interesting to hear her story. 
It it wouldn't surprise me one bit either if it had ties to BlackRock and the ESGs and all that crap with the, uh, all well, that stuff that's going on because that's kind of the society, it, the culture we're seeing these days. Well, I think, you know, and, and the crazy part is I don't even think it has to have ties to one another because it's still the same tactic that they're repeating across the board, right? Let's attack people. Let's act like we're doing it from a, you know, let, let's take our fucked up beliefs put it in some sort of virtuous tone to make it sound like it's good and couch it like, Oh no. Oh, we are, we are fact. We're news guard. We're guarding the truth and then go after all the people you don't like. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I you know, are, are it's news guard. I don't fucking know. Like I, I can't stand their fucking place. So I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm not going to click on any of their links, but are they, are they saying CNN's fucked up or MSNBC's fucked up? You know, I, yeah, that's I, I the problem that with all this stuff. After the people that, yeah, I, I bet Rachel Maddow gets a fucking two thumbs up from them cocksuckers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll bet, I'll bet. That that's the problem I have with all of it. I don't care about the you know you know grabbing the the quote unquote misinformation and all that. But it seems like there's an agenda and there's there's a one sided view to all this stuff. And if you don't fit into the mainstream narrative, um, you are pushed aside as one of those outliers that, oh, you, you know, uh, you're not going to, oh, we're not yeah. going to, we're not going to work with you because you're not, you're not part of the mainstream. And I think it's getting oh, worse and worse with, these days. I, I see it with my mind for survival site. There's posts that I do and I have on the site that people just write off the cuff. Like this is what I, I want to run about other posts that have SEO. They're designed to get more traffic hey, because I'm a prepper site. I can see that I get fucked over and over again. You know, and, and the crazy part about it is you could be a liberal prepper, but if you admit you're a prepper and you're into like, you know, uh, self, self-reliance and all that stuff, you're going to be ostracized. You're still yeah. a cocksucker to them. And so you get downgraded. We get hammered literally because I want to be dependent upon the system. Right. Like, and, and I don't know, man, it's just fucking yeah, it's, crazy. It's kind of like, like, I can't, I, it's kind of like a black Republican, right? Uh, once you once you go to the Republican side, it's all bets are off. <laughs> you know, the oh, whole yeah, racism you, you, and all that crap doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> well, maybe they shouldn't become Republicans. That's probably a better answer. But, you know, I mean, you go to Daisy's side. She's out there. She she says they say when it's opinion and, you know, they do their, uh, um, you know, they had a lot of good prepping information, a lot of good information. And, hey, it's all about perspective, right? But NewsGuard doesn't want that. They don't want, you know. They want to go fucking blow smoke up Hillary Clinton's worn out asshole and, and fucking, you know, let, oh, Biden. No, everything's good with him. He, it's it's a new in thing. It's in vogue to shake hands with the fucking air. Yeah. Right? No one's there. Pretend like, you know, fake shake hands, you know. So, yeah. Anyway, but my an, another issue that I have with all this crap, too, is that it's they're they're doing that. They want to do the thinking for us. It's This is straight up out of 1984 type shit right here. They They don't want. People to have to think about all this stuff because, you know, they think nine times out of 10, we're going to get it wrong. So they're going to do the thinking for us. And if somebody that puts ideas out like like Daisy's website, like us, our podcast, the, you know, prepper websites and stuff like that, people that put ideas out that may make people think about things differently, uh, that that just cannot happen because well, they well, got to control the narrative. Here's the thing you people. Here's a p- thing people can do. If you want to go find some websites that you might enjoy reading, go to fucking NewsGuard and look at all the sites they <laughs> yeah. shit on. Anybody that gets like a DRF, go check that site out. It's 
probably a site you're going to fucking like because they're doing it for you. All the A's are all the people that do great with NewsGuard. They're all the ones that the Ministry of Truth would fucking love and blow. Right. So go look at the ones that get the terrible grades. You'll see Daisy up there and you'll see probably see some other preparedness, self-reliant sites, you know, sites about, hey, be independent, be free. Don't be a pain in the ass on society. Those kind of terrible sites. Go check out those sites. Go, go, go check out the sites, get the D's and F's and see what you think. Do they actually have those on there? Because now I want to go look. They, they, they put the, Yeah. Go, I mean, news card. I, I didn't go too far again. I don't want to go clicking around their site because it wanted, I don't need to have my blood pressure raised any more than I already <laughs> yeah. do. I mean, I'm sitting here high looking at a field full of grass and deer running around. I do all I can to keep my blood pressure down. Going to NewsGuard doesn't, doesn't equate to that. So, um, but yeah, they, they, they rank sites and they give you, they give the sites grades and they, you know, basically shit on them and say, this is, you know, what it is, but Daisy's putting out all of like, Hey, she's putting all of her conversations back and forth. She tried to work with them. Tried to work with them at first. And, you know, I, I was kind of, I, I don't think you should try to work for those people. I think they're trying to be bullies and bullies. Bullies don't need to be worked with, but she tried to work with them. She did, did, the, did the right thing, right? Yeah. Did the less, less, uh, and now she's like, all right, I'm just going to show everybody this is what they're up to. So I, yeah. I think it's a great thing. And, and I think that, that type of thing, we're having this whole conversation now and we'll, we'll be having it next week, but I think that that type of thing is happening all over and over and over. And it's a lot of the stuff that is these small cuts that we don't really even notice. When you think about what used to be able to be said on the internet, on YouTube and all that stuff just a couple of years ago compared to now, it's all part of that, that whole process oh, yeah. of cleansing the, 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 you know, Making it make it a little bit easier it, it, for us it, it, to not the, think for ourselves. It, it's one of the destinations on the way towards total, you know, uh, nineteen eighty four kind of stuff, double speak or whatever it is. It's Newspeak. one. Of, it's one of the stops along the way, where where uh, of this is the progression from all the way back from you know political correctness and, and, and shit like that. That this is where we're going. And then what they'll do is they'll tie it. They they tie it all in with some. You know, random shit. Well, oh, if you if you think that way, you're a racist. Look at all those horrible people, those self-reliance people. They're they're mostly racist, right? You know, but yeah. And the problem is, if they can if they can start hammering a site like Daisy's, a big site like the Organic Prepper, you know, they get gets a fuck ton of traffic. Then they're going to be able to pick off all the other sites over time. So, if you know, you can't you can't bend you can't bend to them. People have tried. They've tried to work with them. Like, hey, let's have a reasonable discussion. They're not about reasonable discussions. They're fucking three year olds on a temper tantrum. So fuck them. Yeah. Started with Alex Jones, and now here we are. And where are we going to be in two three years from now? I mean, that's well, you know. And if it's opinion, I, I have no problem with people if they have an opinion. Say, hey, this is an opinion. And let people judge it, go into it, judge it. You know, un unfortunately, you don't have that, right? Look what you have with CNN, MSNBC, Fox, and all those assholes. They go out there and they try to they 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 try to say they try to like fucking feign that their that their their shows are factual based news shows. And then what happens, right? They get sued by somebody and they go to court, like, oh no no, this is all opinion, none of this is fact, all right? But they try to couch it like they're fact. At least you know, with us, it's like, hey, this is all opinion. We're just assholes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, before we get out of here, though, I wanted to circle back a little bit to what we were just talking about, because you had brought something up um, about uh, I forget what the hell it was, but I had, a, I had a perfect segue in my head before we went into all this shit. And I don't know what the hell it was, but um, I, it, I wanted to talk a little bit about um, 
the the idea that being a patriot these days or patriotism is almost looked down upon. And we were having a conversation the other day about this stuff when Fourth of July. There was a lot of bad things that happened this Fourth of July, and and I can't remember in my life that with the shooting aside. Uh, that parade and all that. And and in Philadelphia, I think there were some cops that got shot at as well. A lot of stuff happened on this 4th of July. With that stuff aside, this is one of the saddest 4th of Julys that I can remember because you hear, and I think all this stuff, in my opinion anyway, happened right around the time of Obama, this treating America like it's not, you know, it's not worthy, like it's this country. And it's usually the people that benefit the most from this country that have this idea that being a patriot is is like looked down upon these days. Do you get the same feeling? Am I, am I kind of, you know, just well, overthinking it or? Again, I think this goes back to, it was a very similar feeling in the seventies. You know, it, it's funny. I was just organizing some stuff today. And I found like this picture from 1976 when I was a Cub Scout. And I remember like one of my earliest, most patriotic memories is the bicentennial in 76. And I remember it was felt really good because everybody went ape shit. I remember it was like, wow, we haven't had a 4th of July like this. And everybody, because of the bicentennial, it's like when they first came out with it, the, they didn't have the little, you know, everything was the standard, you know, wing back double Eagle or the Eagle on the back of the quarters up until then pretty much. And then they came out with the little guy with the drum, right? The page and everybody really got re- real patriotic. So, and that was a big change from what you had the rest of the time in the seventies. So I think it's, we're at a low point we've had as a people we've had our fucking teeth kicked in now for a while i mean you think about it it's not even august august last year is when the whole afghanistan debacle went down right that's when it's kind of really ramped up and how many bullshit thing after bullshit thing after fiasco after gas price run away after this inflation after this corrupt person gets away with shit has happened i think people are just fucking like dude this it it sucks they see that you went from having a pretty good economy. Everybody's been doing well for a while to now you're like, dude, you're like, wow, can I really, you know, you go to the store one and you go to the chicken aisle and there's not much chicken. You're like, fuck, that's not good. Then you go to the aisle where you can get some food food, and it's more expensive. You're like, that's not good. So I think people are just down, but you know, I, I have been struggling with it because it, it, I got down and I was really kind of pissed off. I was like, you know, fuck America's shit in the bed, you know? And I don't think it's America because the ideal of America is fucking incredible. Like our idea and well, I mean, dude, we put a, we put people on the moon. You can, if, unless you don't believe we put people on the moon, whatever, but we've put people on the moon. We've done all kinds of America has done a lot of really great shit. We're just having a fucking really tough time right now because we let our politicians and our fucking our, and our, our politicians merge with corporate America and, and get and, and run away with shit. So um, I came up with a thing the other day and I and what I what my new belief is, because I, I I would I rationalize that I am I am a pro flag burning person. Like I believe that the ultimate thing of, of liberty, I don't like to see the flag burnt, but is that the fact that we can elect that it's legal for people to burn our flag in our country as a sign of protest, I think is a fucking great thing. I hate it. It ter- it fucking bothers me because I love seeing our flag. When all the years overseas, I would see like the fucking Iraqi flag and it kind of always looked dingy to me. I always see, I see the American flag and it's like, yeah, that, that red, white, and blue gets really crisp, right? It makes me just like, wow, I fucking love seeing it. Yeah. So yeah. I've kind of come away now with the thing that I don't believe our current version of America and a lot of the, and, and our government 
is worthy of our fucking flag. They're not worthy of the fucking flag that flies over. And that flag has a lot of meaning. Right. And so um, when I, when I feel like where I'm, I kind of get not patriotic, I realize that no, I am patriotic. I'm just fucking bummed that we've come. It's like, I'm disappointed. I guess it, you know, I'm not a parent, but if I was a parent, I guess it would be like, I'm disappointed. My kid fucked up, like did like something where he fucking disappointed me or hurt me, you know, that kind of thing. I, I kind of feel like that with America right now. It's kind of like if you if you gave your your kid this like nice sixty nine um, Camaro or something cherried out Camaro, and you watched over a few years him just run it into the ground, scratching it, denting it, stuff like that. That's kind of what it is. It's like you, you, you I, I can separate the fact that this my country, my love for my country, and the disdain for the people running it into the freaking ground. Uh, and that's, I, I think, a lot of people. And like I said, the people that benefit the most from it, the people in Hollywood, the politicians, all that stuff, they're the ones. I mean, you got Joe Biden across overseas just basically talking shit about the country. You've got and, and it, I think this kind of started with Obama, with the whole um, acting like, you know, America's not the greatest. America is racist and we've got all these problems and this and that. And granted, hey, we've got problems just like everyone else. But that doesn't mean I, that. I, yeah. That it's it's got to be you know the worst country in the world. I think that's also an example of why we live in such a great country. The fact that you can sit and bitch about that shit means that there's not enough problems for you to bitch about. I don't think we're the worst country in the world. I think we've let our country get away from us. I, again, my I, I say it over and over again. My bitch is that we're we're not competing for number one on the freest country. Like we should be by every metric possible. We should be the freest country on the fucking face of the planet. And we're not, we're, I don't even know that we're, we're in the top 20. Right. And so I don't know. I, again, I, I look at it as I'm, I'm disappointed with the way our, where our country is. I'm disappointed with the political process. I'm disappointed of where, where we have Americans that would rather just fucking say, fuck you and not try to find points of agreement, not find, not try to find compromise on shit just my way or the fucking highway kind of shit back and forth. And that, you know, I, I was always, I, I kind of was always raised, you know, like fucking America's first America's great. And, and we work out by figuring out compromise and, and our politicians. And I think our media going down that whole, the Geraldo Rivera fucking, you know, throwing the chairs on the TV route has led us down this path to where that's, that's what's driving the tactic. People don't want compromise. They just want people to fucking yell and scream. And I, I yeah. Again, yeah. I don't think that leads. I don't. And, and and the problem is they keep escalating that. Right. That that level of the yelling and screaming went from, you know, being on fucking afternoon TV to mainstream politics to back down to the mainstream politics. Now, not just in the nation, but in the regular in, in the cities and the towns, people going crazy at each other. And it's it's how the international leaders are starting to fucking um, interrelate. Right. So just doing again, ratcheting shit up. Like again, that we talked about earlier, I think kind of goes in line with how world war one went in, got into world war one. They just, everybody just ratcheted shit up and no one wanted to ratchet down. And I think it just keeps it, this pressure cooker keeps going and going. Yeah. Yeah. It's just interesting to me. Cause I think about, and, and maybe, I don't know, I'm not in, I, I don't know how people are in England and stuff like that, but in Australia, but you see those countries and they wave their flags and it's a, it's a pride thing, you know, and out here 
it's almost you know for some people for a lot of people it is but there's almost this uh, you know this negative people look at it as a negative thing a lot of people look at it as a negative thing and it's like you know, I, I guess that's, you know, part of the fact that, hey, you're lucky as hell to be in this country. You're lucky as hell to be born well, in this country. And um, we, I guess that's your right to, to be we, an idiot. We can bitch in this country and we bitch well. You and I do it all the time, or, you know, a bunch several times a week on YouTube. And at the end of the day, dude, we've we've won the fucking genetic lottery. We're all born in America. Yeah. We're all born in America. You go to, you know, and as, as, and we have, and there are some people who in this country have incredibly difficult, right? They just born in circumstances that don't have any money. We have a fucking corrupt system, all that kind of shit. But at the end of the day, we're still born in America. And you know what? There's safety nets. If you're fucked up, there's, there's ways to get stuff a lot of times. And as fucked up as we hate it, it's not that it, there's a lot worse places to fucking, to be, to be born in. Right. So, you know, it, 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 it's not it's not perfect. Hopefully we can get some of, our, you know, bury some of our differences and come to agreements and get it closer to being perfect. But at the same time, dude, imagine being born in some fucking central central African Republic, man. Yeah. Like you'd be the, fucked. The strides this country has taken and that the, where we've come uh, in a couple hundred years. Uh, is is you know it, it benefits everybody that was lucky enough to be born here everybody and you know the possibilities i think that's what i i think the the sad part is the possibilities of that getting even better are great but it doesn't look like <laughs> doesn't look like we're going to be allowed to get to that point and that could change i mean i don't know i i, I i'm not going to say that that it's not going to but it sure seems like um, the the powers that be and every they're just hell bent on 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 destroying everything. I think. Well, anyway. I think it's important to remember that when you're in a bad situation, typically it doesn't get better overnight, right? And so, if we acknowledge that we're in a bad situation, it's going to take a year, two years, I, I probably maybe longer. Like we may be in this depression, recession. Who knows? I mean, you look at the Great Depression that lasted for years and years. So. I think, again, it's a good time to be a prepper. It's a good time to refocus what you're doing, how you approach, you know, your thriftiness, how you approach your, your safety, your security. The, the more people that aren't prepared the, and, and the more people that can't get food or can't find work or um, can't get a job or don't have enough money to do stuff, to, to, to buy the necessities, the more desperate people are going to be do, uh, become criminals. So I think all the aspects, all the fundamentals of preparedness are on the board right now are more and more important every day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about everyone else, but I love my country. I just don't like the, the shitheads that are trying to run it into the ground. And that includes politicians, the media, Hollywood, you know, all these people. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, and yeah, well, I'm, I'm just going to leave it there because <laughs> I don't exactly know what the hell I was going to say anyway. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, with that, I think we are done today. I lasted an hour, so I'm glad we got the after show. We still need to do as well. Uh, uh, with that, everyone in the chat today, appreciate y'all joining in. Uh, you had some stuff on uh, the abortion, the the stuff that uh, uh, Biden just put through. We're going to have to push that off until Wednesday. Uh, talk about that a little bit and some of the other stuff. I've got a few other things for Wednesday, too, but 
Um, hopefully, unless things go downhill again, because who knows with this designer virus, um, how it's going to look. Uh, we should be back to our normal schedule on on the Blabbercast and the Sunday shows and all of that stuff. So. Uh, with that, everyone in the chat, appreciate you all joining in. Make sure you're here next week. We're going to have Daisy on. It's going to be a fun show. Uh, we'll talk about a whole – it's always a good time with Daisy. Who knows where it's going to go with you two. I'll sit back and just enjoy the enjoy the ride. Well, they're going to shut us down. Hey, man, yeah. just, just real quick, Dale, uh, before we get out of here too, um, with you having COVID, if you die before we come back next time, dude, it's been <laughs> nice knowing you, bro. Yep, yep. Everybody, yeah, if, if I don't make it, I better not now. You better not have just jinxed me. Uh, but, you know, been nice knowing you. Appreciate you all joining in <laughs> uh, if I don't see you on Wednesday. Uh, at any rate, um, we, I will see everyone on Wednesday, talk to everyone on Wednesday. So uh, until then, hey, uh, everyone take care and prepare. You got something to say? Yeah, hey, White Rabbit, I'll, well, there's no Zoom link in the email that went out. So we need to put a Zoom link in there. Are you kidding me? No. Um, well, we'll go send it out right now. Give us about 10 minutes. We'll, we'll send the email out to you. Check your email, and that'll get you into the uh, bug out location after after sure. Yeah, I'll have to figure that stuff out because I, I could have swore I put it in that damn email unless the wrong one got sent out. But, okay, um, yeah, we'll get that right now. Uh, so make sure and check your email, everyone, if, if that's the case for you as well. Uh, but uh, with that, take care and prepare, everyone. We'll talk to you all later. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Survival Preppers. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to join us on YouTube for our weekly live shows. For more information or to connect with Duff and Dale, visit thesurvivalpreppers.com or the bugoutlocation.com for members only content and prepping courses see everyone next time <laughs>